Let's get in our John Carpenter character. Let's get, let's get a character for this piece of shit. Oh, do, do you want to be Chevy Chase and I'll be Daryl Hannah? I'll put a fucking silver bullet in my eye. All right, I'll, I'll start with Daryl Hannah. I'm too good for this movie. Look at me. I'm handsome. I'm so gorgeous. I want to get naked in this movie and just hide my cock with my hands four or four times in the movie as a joke. Ugh. So apparently, Chevy Chase and Daryl Hannah were awful on this movie with John Carpenter. John Carpenter hated both of them equally. He said they both ruined this movie for him. Yeah. I think she was trying and, to one-up how shitty Chevy Chase is. And like, on top of that, the studio wouldn't defend John Carpenter at all. They kept saying the studio, the studio wanted Chevy Chase. They picked Chevy Chase over Ivan Reitman, who had given them hits like Ghostbusters. What Chevy Chase movie is equal to Ghostbusters, the box office, you know, return of Ghostbusters? I was going to say box off. Once you had a box office, I have no answer. What's the thing? Like what? what Chevy Chase, uh, uh, Vacation? Is it Caddyshack? Caddyshack, but that's still, that's an Fletch. ensemble, but that's, that's John, that's uh, Harold Ramis. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Fletch was not, Fletch did okay, but Fletch wasn't like a giant. That's what I'm saying. Kid. But once you had a box, yeah. a box office, I have no answer for you. Yeah. I mean, compared to Ghostbusters and Stripes, I mean, Stripes was a big hit. Ghostbusters is a big hit. Um, what other Ivan Reitman movies of the 80s are there that would, like, say, before this movie? Oh, Ghostbusters 2? Ghostbusters 2? Like, this movie came out in 1992. I think it was pushed back a year, though. So, let's say 91, 90 is when they would shoot this movie. Junior? I think Junior made more money than this movie. And that's Ivan Reitman. I mean, what the fuck? Pulling up Reitman right now. Um, yeah, let's well, see. What's... We just doing directing. Twins. Uh, yeah, Kindergarten Cop was 90. Dave was 93, so you're after this. So Yeah, D- Dave but sucks. He had Stripes. He had Meatballs. He had... That hits. Those are hits. Kindergarten Cop was a big hit. Kindergarten Cop was a hit. Um, Where's yeah. the one before Kindergarten Cop? Um, Ghostbusters 2. Ghostbusters 2. But then, uh, Twins. Twins was a hit. That was a big hit. I would say any of those movies were bigger than any Chevy Chase movie. Let's look at what he produced around then. So, 92. So, okay, let's go 90. Mm, producing, not so much. No. Animal House producer. Well, John Landis, Hell Ramis right there. That's that group. Yeah, and I'm not going to... So, producing, not so much, but just directing at that point, as far as hits go. But, point is, Chevy Chase. Um, My I, my first note of this movie, because I remember... I, I've seen this movie a bunch. A bunch growing up. I, really? I, I've, I've always not liked it. But I remember watching it a lot. Um, I did write... The best Chevy Chase movie is where you can't see him. And I think the mistake was having him on screen after he goes invisible. I, yes, I would say you're right. Because imagine how good this movie would be is if he was just invisible the whole time he was... Like, they didn't see him. You didn't, never saw him. Right. You never have him in the corner of the room holding his balls naked. Because that happens more than once in this movie. Which is... And I, I, like, this is the... Roman Starman... We talked about how like it was too fast, and like they had to put padding in there to slow it down. This movie just doesn't go anywhere anytime. There's like no speed at all, and it's so oddly edited. Like there's just one minute he's he's the guy he's with Daryl Hannah, he's like a, a an investor. That's what he is. He's just like a, a, a like a Wall Street guy in San Francisco. He's just an he's just a independent investor guy. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what he is, really, honestly. It's the same sack of shit he is at the beginning of Nothing But Trouble. Right. Just this a... could be a prequel to Nothing But Trouble. Yeah. I just had a, a, a new thought here that's not in my notes. And because you mentioned uh, Star, uh, Starman, I think Starman and this movie should trade plots. Like, keep the invisible, keep the alien, but trade plots. Invisible Man mm. needs to get across the country down to Arizona so that he can fix whatever. Starman hangs out with with uh, her at a cabin, uh, a beach house, right? For, for that, and then he's right. Lots of alien hijinks. They're trying they're, to hide him in there, and the right. neighbors they're are all customs. coming over. 
fish out of water story. Yeah, yeah. They I, need I, the trade I, plots. Right. Because as it is. Yeah. yeah. As it is, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. And it slows way down for like 25 minutes while they hang out in a beach house and have dinner. So, yeah. That's like, yeah. In the middle of this movie, it like totally shuts down. The movie moves with Sam. I'll say this: Sam Samuel's Neal. the best part of the movie. He's the saving grace. And so like, John Sam, Carpenter agrees. Yeah, and and they and they did a, the best John Carpenter movie in the mouth of madness probably together. Like they ended up making this masterpiece together. Um, oh, I mean, you know, almost, but not his best movie, later. but but what one of them? I love. It, I love his definitely his best '90s movie. Oh yeah, hands down best '90s movie. Probably his second best movie, I would say. Well, that'll be revealed in a few episodes we'll be, we'll be, because yeah, we'll be we're having our later. rankings. I have my rankings right here, but I won't get into it. Yeah, no, I don't have my rankings yet. I'm not done watching these movies, but I'm pretty much done with this, I think. I, I will I say, top five. I do have it as my, in the Mouth of Madness, as my number one 90s movie. Right. I can reveal that. But that's not saying much. Exactly. Because this is this is a 90s movie for John Carpenter. This is the other 90s, one of the other 90s movies. Yeah, one of the three. I think he's done he did three movies. Oh, no. He did four movies in the Body 90s. Body Bags. Okay, five movies in the 90s. So he did Memoirs of Invisible Man. I'm not going yeah. in order. I'm just going uh, uh, Village of the Damned. Yes. Mouth of Madness. Yep. Um, Vampires. Vampires. Body he said Bags. Body Bags already. Five, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, Escape from L.A. Oh, Escape from L.A. Yes. 96. John, how dare you forget that movie? Sorry, this is my, in the Mouth of Madness, is now my second favorite movie. <laughs> Your second movie. favorite movie of the 90s, yeah, exactly. I was going to say, my God, you forgot the most important one. Now, just a little flash forward on this podcast. Uh, we're doing this one. Next week, we're doing Captain Voyeur and The Ward, his first and last projects. And then the week after that is our rankings from worst to best. So start yeah. working on your list. Um, it's pretty easy. Yeah, but yeah, so, but yeah, you're right. It's just if you have swapped out the the plot lines, I think the movie would be more interesting. I think both movies guess, would be more interesting. Well, apparently, this was a, a, a William Goldman is credited. I don't know if he's credited in the script in the movie, or but he wrote he wrote like draft after draft for the studio, and he was trying to make it a comedy for Reitman. The, for for Reitman. And then the studio said, no, it's not a comedy. And it was like, well, what is it? Like, what do you guys want? Like, the, the tone is never established. Like, they wanted, like, like, a, like, a suspense movie, but then they cast Chevy Chase in it. It's like, why would you cast Chevy Chase in your fucking action movie or whatever? You want this to be, like, a tentpole special effects movie. Why would you cast Chevy Chase if you don't want it to be a comedy? It's, it's the problem of the movie is tone. And the, Casting Chevy Chase is the worst decision they could have made and not make it a comedy. I bet Chevy's like, I want to be taken seriously, but I still want to do my gags. Again, yeah, but why? Like, but the studio would be so in 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 just beholden to him. That makes no sense to me. Because again, it's like Ivan Reitman basically leaves the project. He said, "Well, fuck, that. I can't work with this guy. Fuck this. Have fun. I'm going to go count my money from all the Ghostbuster two cartoon money I'm getting. Like I'm going to count my checks. I'm oh. going to." I'm selling uh, Ecto ones right now, so fuck you. I'm what out. what they're left with at the end of this movie? Because we're not going to go in order with this one; it's not worth it. What we're oh, left God. with at the end of the movie is a tone that is like Jason Bourne and Baby's Day Out, somewhere between there. Yeah, it's because it is an action movie because they they try to catch him for the first half, invisible. Yeah, for the first half again. The first like thirty minutes of this movie fly by, and then the next thirty minutes are just a slog. Because he's at the fucking beach house. He's at Michael McKean's beach house for yeah. like 30 minutes. And they bring the girl that talks like this. <laughs> oh, like, why? <laughs> Who is this character? I wrote no down. Human talks like I that. wrote down, wow, the rapist voice is insane. <laughs> oh, my God. My wife left me. I'm sorry. I tried to rape Lifestyles you. of the rich. And, like, it's that. Yeah. Oh, he's just, oh, he's awful. It's just like, what is this? Oh, I'm definitely it's playing his so voice. Oh, what's going on over here, love? He sounds oh, like he was a pathetic man. He sounds like he's out of the movies Meatballs, where like the rich dudes on the sailing. Right. Oh, yeah. father. Oh, daddy. Oh, what? Oh, bother. Like he's got. He, yeah, he's he's Caddyshack. He's the other. He's the rich people with Caddyshack. He's the Judge Small's uh, more successful 
like nephew or something. All right. Not like Spalding, who's just a loser. Spalding! I want to play. Okay, I this, will, I'll show this clip here. Keep in mind, Chevy Chase is invisible. Yes. This guy's voice is just. It's insane. Yeah, me too. Meet you on the beach for a swim, bright and early. Sure. Sleep well. Bright and early. Yes. <laughs> Might I come in for a, a wee bit of rape? Usually with an Ian McKellen, but dark with much lower register, and I'm much more attractive. Starting it this summer, but I've got it all worked out in my head. I've got it all it's not his voice! It's gotta be a voiceover. It can't be his real voice. There's no way. Wait till he rapes. And you. Yeah. I need you. Hey, Richard, need stop! You. She's really strong. See, it's got Baby's, baby's Day Out fucking comedic yeah. element. Woo! It's and just, Chevy's it's holding so the... Bizarre. He kills Sam Neill by holding up a little outfit. Yeah, yeah he goes, Toro, you son of a bitch! That's yeah. how he kills him. Which, actually, they set that up early in the movie, you yeah. notice. Sam Neill's yeah, introduction. Uh, I like the way that Sam Neill's introduced. He's at, he's at like a, a Senate hearing, and they're questioning him on his tactics, and he's just like, were you there when the prime minister of blah 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 <laughs> fell off a roof he goes i was there but i had nothing to do with that i don't know what who would make that connection but it's like yeah you know he's a murderer he does that but then steven tobolowski's in it even some of my names invisible can you see no exactly the middle of my name's well, invisible i'll give it credit though for one thing the gags. Some of the gags yeah. are actually really good. I was going to say, when he becomes invisible, and it's like, yeah. they clearly have like floating pieces of the building, and it's all back, right. black backdrop. That yeah. part's really cool. I really enjoy yeah. that part. There's some neat stuff in there. I don't like but the setup where... It sucks. The inciting incident of this movie, when the, all the invisible shit happens, is the exact same plot of uh, Time Enough at Last Twilight Zone. Right. I'm going to go in here and relax on my break. Because he's in a yeah. weird conference, and he's like... He goes in the sauna to lay down and take a nap on a wood bench. What the fuck is happening? I know. That that was the thing that really kind of bothered me. It was just like, well, wait a minute. He said he wanted to go to the bathroom, but then there's a sauna in the bathroom. So, like, what? where is he? Is this, is this his office? What is this building? Like, I, He's there for a reason. Because what? why is he there? Because remember, he, he, wasn't, he didn't have to go. It was just he was there by accident. Yeah, I'm gonna. Sh I have no idea why he's there. I, I by that point I didn't give a shit, and because I, I, I knew he goes invisible, so I was just waiting. But I and really. Then, and then even the this part's cool. You may come in contact with invisible surfaces. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Show the building, assholes. That. It's like yeah, floating cool. pieces, and it's clearly yeah. like a miniature behind them, or maybe it's full. You know, big size. It's just a forced perspective. I don't know, but. Right. Yeah. But uh, it's cool looking, especially with Chevy Chase. You can see like the walls. I guess it just shot all the way through the wall somehow. I don't know, whatever. Well, I, and I like how they say that like, he basically talks about how he, when he's invisible, his eyelids are invisible so he can't sleep. Yeah. So, but then again, if that was the case, he would go insane. Yes. Like, he would not be able to fucking live. In, you couldn't do it. He'd be dead in a week. Invisible. Not, no, because he could just put something over his eyes. I don't. <laughs> What I don't know, because but how wonderful is it? The creepiest moment is when Daryl Hannah puts that makeup on him, uh, and he has like that skin. It's this, and he puts those those goggles on to go out to dinner. It's just so creepy. His white out teeth, literally white out teeth. Yeah, the, the teeth are just so bright. Oh, it's so creepy. It's a funny reveal because they show the bottle the white out, and then it cuts to him with something yeah. wrong. Something yeah, yeah. Like that. Which what are you looking at? Yeah. What's the matter with you? like oh my god oh shit it's so oh 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 my god i just had a revelation oh don't forget let's not forget the black face chevy chase at the end of the movie let's not forget lamp there it is <laughs> lamp that, right, that's, so here's that's, the, here's that the white has been in more movies than, that that lamp's been more movies than sam jackson damn right liquid paper right here yeah, like with paper. Wouldn't that fuck up your teeth Ooh. though if you did that? Wouldn't that be like awful? Look at this. That's so creepy. He looks like Doctor. He looks like Doctor Octopus. He looks like yeah. Alfred Molina. Hold on, I want to show one his. <clears throat> See, 
Nobody's staring at you. He takes a drink and half of his face Maybe is gone. They, think. they certainly don't think that you're invisible. No. Yeah, see, he's, he's just seeing a beautiful blonde and a dead man. To Elvis. <laughs> just like, what is this humor? <laughs> she's overacting. That's funny. Oh, she's awful. Dad has a cunt. She she's always been awful. I don't. I think she must have sucked every cock on earth to get a job because allegedly. Just, sure, but she's uh, just awful. And even even what Carpenter said, she was a horrible bitch on set. And it's just like you know what? You're in a big movie. Why do you have to throw your weight around? It's like you were just in fucking Wall Street. Like literally, that was the last movie you were in. So, what do you? You're not a big star. So, what? It, this movie's gonna tank. You're gonna be lucky to get a fucking stint on a Baywatch show after this. You're gonna be your best role ever. Is gonna be you getting your eye plucked out of your skull. Exactly. <clears throat> That's it. That's all. You don't owe her shit. <laughs> oh, you don't owe her shit. Just, just smoke a joint and relax, and I'll be okay. <clears throat> I love when she's talking to, to Bud though. Yeah, she kills him. Yeah. Uh, oh, guess that makes him, guess that makes him a liar now, don't it? <coughs> ah, that tea's fucking up my throat. You hawked a Hatari Hanzo sword. The thing was priceless. Not in El Paso, Texas. <laughs> Got two hundred dollars for it. Fetch me two hundred bucks. Fetch me two hundred bucks. Fetch me two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, she deserves to die. So do we. Oh, whatever. Uh, On the other hand. Uh, he's the best part of that movie. She, she can come to the titty bar. She wants to start some shit. Come to the titty bar. You got buckshot in your tits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to spray this in your eye if you don't calm down. You're going, to, you're going to the ground, no matter what. But you're going blind and screaming. You just be in the dark. But you're going to the ground. I did not continue with my, uh, yet. I did not continue with watching the, uh, Starman TV show because I got I started watching X Files and forgot about it. I probably should keep watching that show because I said I would. That 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 will happen. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, don't feel bad about that. So I I, I said I was gonna like continue watching it and talk about it in the show. I don't think that's gonna happen. It wasn't bad. I just X Files. I want to watch the X Files now. Were you watching on YouTube? Is this what the Starman show was? Uh yeah, YouTube. YouTube, yeah. It's all right there. It's, a it's, probably fine pub, show. it's probably a public domain show now. I wouldn't think it's owned by anybody. I have no idea. I don't either. Um, okay, so what's the next thing to talk about? Uh, I do have this because he meets Daryl Hannah at a, at a bar with was that with Michael McKean? Yeah, yeah he, he brings at the him over. The movie? Yeah, she she's a documentarian. No, I meant was that the scene that he he brings him over, right? Michael McKean does. Yeah. Yeah, at the beginning. Okay. That's how he meets her. And then he was supposed to meet her for lunch, but he turns invisible, so he doesn't even talk to her. So he has like this night with her, but it never... It, it's like Vanilla Sky. Yeah. He has that, that one night, and they never get together, and then this happens, and maybe and, that's... And Jason Lee's from Ohio. That's all. Yes. That's the only takeaway from Vanilla, Vanilla Sky you need to have. The, the sweet just ain't sweet without the bitter. And I'm from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> He only says that once, but I swear he says it 50 times. Um, okay, so I was getting to, when he meets Daryl Hannah, he goes in the bathroom of this restaurant and fucks her. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Is, that is that what happened? Yeah, so I wrote down, describe a nightmare. Sex with Chevy Chase in a restaurant bathroom while Michael McKean waits outside. I'm like, that's, oh that's pretty God. much it. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's nightmare. That. That's nightmare feel. That's two SNL that. members right there. and it just. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is that what happened? I don't even remember that part. Yeah. I blocked that out. It's uh, right here. You know what sucks, though, about this movie? It was for free on Amazon Stars for literally a year. Oh, yeah. And as soon as we got we have to watch it, it's gone. You got to rent it. You got to buy it. So it is fucked, uh, and then they're still in the restaurant. Leaves. He doesn't even go back to the table. He just leaves, right? No, he comes back up to the table, and he's like... <clears throat> All right, well, he's like, I thought we we're gonna have dinner, and she's like, I gotta meet someone. He's like, Oh yeah, I gotta go too. And okay. She's like, No, I really do gotta meet someone. He's like, Oh, I thought you were just trying to get us away from the table, so we can go fuck some more. Cause I'm Chevy, goddamn Chase. I'm Chevy Chase. I'm the best. Everything, I'm everything. everyone, yeah. everything. 
I, I, I can't stand Chevy Chase. In this movie, he's un- he's just unwatchable. He's got no chemistry. There's no charisma. He's just awful, and he's just and he's bitter, and he's playing an angry man. It's just like, yeah, you're angry because you're just an asshole. Like I don't have any. I have no sympathy for this character. He's just awful. Oh, here's a cool shot. Going back to earlier. When he's smoking? No, the wide shot. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, see? Yeah, I will say, cool. special effects-wise, really good. Yeah. Um, there are parts where he's on the phone and they have the mirror shot and he's no, nothing there. Don't yeah. quite match up with some of them, but I give him credit for trying. It looks pretty good. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's like, a, well, like a Last Night in Soho, which I just watched, which is great. Yeah, watch Don't give it. anything away. No, but there's just scenes where she it, it, she's the character because Anna Taylor Joy is the character from the past. She's from the present, and she's they're basically morphing into one. And anytime there's a reflection, it's the reverse. So it's really well done in the movie, okay. especially at the beginning when she has her like the dance moment the, with Matt Smith. Last night's show was great. I loved it. I think it's might have been last year's top five for sure. It's a good. It's really good. Was it better like than it Pig? Was it better than Pig? Yes. Oh come I'll on. I'll put it above. I'll put it one above Pig. I liked Pig, but this one was more. Well, this was more like exciting and action or Like it moved. It had a great soundtrack. All sixties. Like I didn't realize how many fucking songs <laughs> are covers of the sixties songs. Like I thought, like the original versions of those songs were other singers. It's crazy. Now that part was fine. We can go to Frontierland. Not... Love it. <laughs> I like the beginning when when the guy from Big Trouble Little China picks up that drunk guy and he's sneaking onto the cab with that guy and oh, he's yeah. drunk and he's like leaning, walking into the cab. It's like very. It looks like he's in the Matrix. He's matrixing into the cab because he's like slanted in a perpendicular direction. Yeah, I'm trying to find. It's like the first. Tw- it's in the uh, first half hour, I think. Yeah, it's gotta be. Because that's the problem with this movie. It just kind of it just stops, and then it starts again and it ends. It's like literally starts, stops, and then starts again and ends. It's so weird. Oh, here it is. So he, the, the, he knocks this guy out and drags yeah. him to the cab. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's funny. It's just that's pretty good. And you got this is what our problem with the tone is. That scene is genuinely yeah. funny, and, and it's funny. Chevy yeah. Chase is not in that scene because yeah. it's visible. But it's a funny premise. Yeah. It's a funny little bit. And you think that's well, going to be the movie. Yeah. But except for the first half hour and the last few minutes or few 20 minutes or so. The rest of it is a fucking slog of Chevy Chase sitting there like being smarmy and, and charming. And yeah. I'm Chevy Chase. And Daryl Hannah's like, I'm so sexy. She's wearing her lingerie. And you're like, yeah. Huh. yeah. These people well, are yeah, so he, unlikable. I don't give a shit if they, if they have a that, happily ever that after. Was, that was the other scene where he has the dream. And she's in her lingerie, and he, he opens up his robe, and he's naked, but his <laughs> cock is invisible. His cock looks like his, uh, his robe. It's got the same material. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty ridiculous. I laughed at that. There's, there are some funny scenes, but they're not, like, amazing, and they don't make the movie worthwhile. No. It's mostly me watching it, so going, oh, Carpenter, goddamn, good good job, man. Like, it's a cool special effect. Like, I've never seen it done that way. But that's it. Like the new the new uh, uh, Visible Man movie is really good. You yeah, see, uh, but you're not thinking how do they do this? You're just like oh computers. So William Goldman said that this was supposed to be comedy, and he wanted to write a simple comedy. The producers preferred to use the film to explore the loneliness of ex- of invisibility, and so he left the project. But he wrote enough to receive credit for the movie. But he's never watched the movie, so he can't tell you what exactly is his input in the script. Wow. Because he's never, he's never watched it. He's like, fuck that. I ain't watching this. Yeah. Robert, yeah, Robert Collector, Dana Olson, and William Goldman are all credited. Dana Olson. He's written a bunch of stuff. I'm looking. Oh. I think, was it Pat Skipper who plays Morrissey? Was he the one that looks just like Peter Fonda early on? There's a shot where I swear the guy was Peter Fonda. And I was like, mm. "Oh, P- he worked. P- Peter Fonda worked with a carpenter before Escape from L.A. Interesting. I didn't know right. that." And I'm like, "Oh, that's not even him." Oh, okay. 
There's a seat. Oh my god, I, I, I want to really struggle to find it because it, so, <clears throat> it was a quick shot, and I was like, "Oh, Peter Fonda's in this." Nope. I think it's Morrissey though. I'm not gonna be able to find this fucking clip. So Warner Brothers reportedly paid 1.35 million for the rights to the book that this is based on. Is this not based on Invisible Man? Is this based on a well, separate book? It's a, it's a 1987 novel, Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Okay. H.F. Saint. And I think maybe because they own the rights to the Invisible Man as a character name, he just redid it as a, as a movie about maybe loneliness? I don't know. You know what scene I do like? I actually do like this scene because there's tension and there's uh, stakes. Or he, he does the uh, public enemies thing where he sneaks into the building, into the office that they're investigating him with, you know? Yes. Singleton's weak and he's unreliable, but uh, he knows the value of the prize, believe me. <clears throat> so let's start with surveillance reports. Comments? Okay, phone call. I like yeah. this. I like this scene. Because he's like, yeah. although Sam Neill's like almost vaudevillian, like. You're right, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he knows he has to keep the charisma high in the in the scene because Chevy Chase is there. Chevy Chase is, is a, a is a charisma ch- black charisma hole. black hole right happening there. He but Chevy Chase thinks he's the most charismatic, witty, funny, sexy man alive though, and he's none of those things. He can be funny. I like yeah. him in Fletch, and I like him. Yeah, in, Fletch uh, is great. Yeah, uh, two of the two of the vacation movies. Yeah. Uh. But it's never because of Chevy Chase. It's he's there, and I like the movie. Right. Yeah. I think Fletch yeah, is the only one he, nobody else could do. He carries it. Yeah, he's he carries well. Fletch, but nobody, yeah. anyone, one of those guys from SNL back then could have stepped in. Martin Short could have stepped into the Vacation movies and been just the same movie. Right. Yeah. Or Steve Martin or someone like that. But I don't think they could have done Fletch. He makes Fletch work. That's the only one I would right. give him credit for. I don't like yeah. him in Caddyshack. I don't like Caddyshack that much. Okay. I find him. You're, he's just Chevy Chase in Caddyshack. Right. He's just a coked out lunatic with an ego problem. And that's what he plays. Same thing with Nothing But Trouble. Right. Same thing with everything he's ever in. Community. Yeah. He was in Community. And I love Community despite the Chevy Chase. When they get rid of him. The show, I think the show's so much better, but it just happens to be the later seasons which start to suffer, so it kind of sucks. But the absence of Chevy Chase is almost a win because even Dan Harmon couldn't stand him anymore. Right? Yeah. What a, the guy's a fucking egomaniac, like like no other. Well, I think he's just he's got issues with I, I don't know. Cause sometimes I mean I can kind of understand where he's coming from because I think he just everybody in, in Hollywood is awful. And I think he's just, he knows that, but he works with it and it probably gets to him. Because I think if he didn't have, if he wasn't famous, he'd probably be fine. He'd probably be somewhere else in life working a job. Because I think like he's probably a decent, like I've never heard his daughters complain about him or his wife. I think he's been married to the same woman for years. So he's probably a, good, a decent family guy, like honestly. He, he does just, seem like a guy he'd be fun to hang out with as a person one-on-one, yeah. but working with him, oh my God. But I, yeah. I, I think being one of his kids would be a nightmare because he seems really overbearing. I don't I, think this that's is all the case. conjecture. I don't know. But yeah, no, no. I, I think his kids love him because like I've seen him like with Instagram pictures of with kids. They, they seem to find me find him, and his wife seems to like him. I think I think it's you know what it it's because what's what he said to Dan Harmon when Dan Harmon played that that voice message of of uh, of Chevy Chase years ago on a podcast when he said, "Look, Chevy Chase was like, look, I get, I don't get the humor." Like, I don't understand your humor, and, yeah. and that's fine, because he goes, I'm a professional, I'll do what you want me to do, I'll, but I just, I'm not going to be finding it funny, because it's just not my comedy. And he's like, I'm not trying to, like, harass you, he goes, I just don't get it. Like, I'm an old guy, like, I don't get this stuff. And, like, he was being honest, like, I gave him credit for that. I think he was just frustrated at that, and I think that people just took him the wrong way, because that was when everything was kind of, comedy was changing, and when if you're an old guy, because they tried to get Bill Murray on this recently too, because Bill Murray got in trouble for something, and he just said, "You know what? I thought it was funny. The girl didn't. We resolved it. It's done. Let's not talk about it anymore." And like it's just like that because Bill Murray ain't no fun to work with either. No, no. 
No, Bill but, Murray is notorious, <clears throat> almost as notorious as Chevy Chase as being difficult to work with. Yes, but I, the difference there is Bill Murray's projects and Bill Murray in the projects is worth Way it. more successful, yeah. Is worthwhile, yeah. because Bill Murray is in a lot of great movies, and he's great in yes. them. In different yes. categories. Ed Wood, like, different types oh, yeah, of yeah, roles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Chevy Chase has none of that, and he wasn't an no. asshole suddenly in Community. He has a history of this. Going back to SNL, right. where he would throw chairs well, so does, and start so, fights. So does Bill Murray. Yeah. So does Bill Murray, yeah. Yeah. It, Bill Murray on SNL was an asshole, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying, yeah. Bill Murray also has that charming side. Yes. There, there's, and there's, there's like, something worthwhile of, of casting right. him. I'm not – I love Bill Murray in Ghostbusters, and I love him in a bunch of stuff, but I'm not, like, obsessed with the guy. I, no. I just genuinely think he's funny, and I don't no, yeah, think I Chevy love, Chase yeah, is funny. Uh, I just Yeah, no, I would agree. Like, I love Bill Murray. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, as a compare and contrast, people bitch and moan about Chevy Chase, but you got, hey, same coin, Bill Murray. Yeah. Because Bill, Bill Murray is notorious for being hard to work with. Yep. Like, he, like, almost, I think, punched Richard Dreyfus out, like, during What About Bob? Like, he, what, what, what about Bob? I guess Dreyfus talked about how awful Bill Murray was to work with. And it's just like terrible. Like, what I mean, about I Bob? Mean, seems like to me the height of the Bill Murray cocaine. Maybe I don't. He because well, what he year is that? Ninety one. That's ninety. Yes, ninety one ish. What about Bob? Ninety. It's, it's Frank Oz movie. Frank Oz. And... You know, Mister Piggy, Miss Piggy, and Frankie Fozzie the Bear and Yoda. But it's it's in that era of really, really one after another solid Bill Murray movies. Quick change. Love quick change. I was going more like Scrooge than... Scrooge. Well, no, Scrooge. Scrooge is 88. Groundhog Day. Quick, Groundhog Day, that. 94. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ed Wood, 94. But you don't, like, you don't like Rushmore, so you don't even count that one. I No, I think I think he's great in Rushmore, though. Yeah. I, I think all the all the actors in Rushmore I have no problem with. It's just the movie right. and the plot. I just don't... It's just... I don't get... I feel like Chevy Chase. I'm just like, I, I don't... Yeah, I right, don't right. know what it's going well, for. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, some people just some things people just can't connect. It's just for some reason it doesn't work, and, it, and it's fine. That's that's everyone has their own opinion on stuff, and that's fine. But if you appreciate like the like the small things, like yeah, I can appreciate it for X, Y, and Z. I understand why people like it. That's fine. It just doesn't work for me for some reason. I love that scene in Rushmore when he does his play, and they have the helicopters in, right. in yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, but I hate the love triangle. It doesn't work for me. Right. It's just yes. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it's different. It's, no. It's, it's, I just yeah. don't think it works like at all. But right. That's just me. Right. And um. What? Uh, oh, that's Latin. <laughs> uh, I like Bottle Rocket. I like that movie. Bottle Rocket. Yeah. I uh, Jimmy Con. Another great, you know, great Jimmy Con movie. Bottle Rocket is a good movie. Bottle Rocket's I, I finally fun. Watched it. <clears throat> Took me forever to watch that movie. Finally watched it. Loved it. it oh, great. really? Yeah, I watched that yeah, back I, in high school. That was the only one I had never seen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the only one I like so far. I've seen the his first. I didn't hate. Uh, this is more like a Hollywood is dead, is dead conversation, but we're talking about directors. But uh, I didn't hate the Life Aquatic. Right. I I like Bill Murray and I like uh, Willem Dafoe in there a lot. Yes, they're both great. Hilarious. They're both a lot of fun to watch. And the no, movie I was, gotta, was fine. I didn't I didn't love it. We gotta watch what we say around this bull dyke. I, I can't stand Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, I like Royal Tenenbaums. I, I find that the most pretentious movie I've ever seen in my life. It's trying yeah. so hard. I I don't yes, think he's faking I it. I think that's him, but that's just how I see it. Right, and you're not wrong. And it just it gets worse as each movie progresses. Yeah, because the pretentious factor is like times eighty as time has gone on. But I still love it. Like I like the Grand Budapest Hotel. I loved. Uh, the French Dispatch, I lo- loved it. French Dispatch is just so pretentious. But Leia Sadu gets nude, so she's naked in the movie. It's Who? wonderful. Oh. Leia Sadu. You could see a whole movie with her scissoring. Oh, she's, oh yeah. <laughs> love it. Are you kidding me? She's fantastic. But, uh, she, uh, of course, she's some producer's daughter, by the way. So nepotism in foreign language. She, she's, that's the only reason she's famous. She's somebody's producer's daughter or whatever. She's getting the Mission Impossible movies. She's in two of them. Uh, James Bond. No, she's in both. She's in James Bond movies, not Mission Impossible. You're thinking Rebecca Ferguson. No, no, Leia Sadu. She's the one that comes in when they're doing the. Oh no, she's in the one James Bond movie. She gets kicked through. She gets kicked off the bridge. Khalif. I thought they brought her back for a for a scene like that happened before in the next movie. 
Maybe, but they killed her in the, the yeah, movie. Yeah, they killed her she in the Ghost Protocol. That's right. Yeah, I forgot she was in there. Yeah, she's right. in both. That's what I'm saying. She's, she's in both. I can't remember the second part, but yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, yeah she's in James Bond, and I, I hated those James Bond movies. Oh, when I, when I said both, sucks. when I said both, I meant James Bond and Mission Impossible. Oh, but, uh, okay. But yeah. I thought she was in two Mission Impossible. I could be wrong, but uh, yeah, I I love Mission Impossible movies, all of them. No, yeah, they're great. They've been so far. So I mean, wow. Frank said, "What's up?" Hey, Frank. Um, you didn't get to watch this fucking movie, Frank. Be thankful. Yeah, I do have a scene to play here, but um, I I love Sky uh, Skyfall is the best James Bond movie to me. Yeah, I love, I love it. Love Skyfall. Yeah, Skyfall's good. I I watched. I went to the theater and I watched uh, the first hour of Spectre, and my girlfriend at the time fell asleep, and I was like, "You're right." Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It's a good point. Yeah, good, good idea. I've watched it twice since then. I, I don't not like it. I like it. It's fine. Um, the one after that was... Uh, died. Was that died, the last one? Yeah. Die, day, die. Yeah, no Time it. to Die? Yeah, that's it. That, that, it was okay. D-Bart, D. They took a... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think that ending was coming. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> they he, fucking he did it. He wanted out of that franchise since fucking Skyfall, so he was bitching and moaning about it since Quantum of Solace. Sore ass. I think that's the worst ass. one, Quantum of Solace. That Quantum one. Quantum of Solace not good that at one. all. Water in Bolivia. I don't give a fuck. Let him have it. What do I care? Yeah, it's annoying. Uh, no, but I, I remember reading articles with Daniel Craig on like Rolling Stone, and he was just like, I'm sick of this character. I don't want to do it anymore. If they want to do two more movies, ugh. They're going to have to pay me a lot of money. And I guess they did because he did them. Because he was always bitching about the Bond movies. I'm like, dude, that's all you got. Like, what are you doing? Like, stop. Stop being ungrateful. He wants to go home and fuck Rachel Wise. I don't blame him. Let him, let him live well, his I don't life. Bl- yeah, good, good for him. But <laughs> And now he's working with the uh, – he got paid – he's the most highest paid actor of all time with uh, the Knives Out movies. <clears throat> Netflix gave him like $300 million. For they're making more of those? Yeah, they're making a trilogy on Netflix. Oh. The, fr- the new the first one's coming out in like oh, – Okay. It was a big hit. It made it a lot was, of money. It was. But I, I was it's so fair. excited to watch that because I love my Poirot movies. I love my Agatha Christie movies. You know that. We talked about oh, that a sure, lot. Oh, sure, yeah. Fucking love. I love those movies. And I watched that. And I'm like... It was fine. It was like 45 minutes after she reveals what happened. And you're like, oh, what the hell's the rest of the movie then? Right. And you're sitting there waiting. I'm like, it's not a, it's a good movie. I don't want to... Don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I really did enjoy it, but I expected to love it. But... The, the only good part about that whole that whole thing though is the fact that Ryan Johnson, after Last Jedi, when everybody hates him, he still makes another franchise movie that makes a bunch of money, and he gets richer because this movie is bought by Netflix. So now he's like set for life. He's fine, and it's just like you can bitch about Ryan Johnson all you want, but he don't give a fuck. He's sleeping on a bed of money. With Frank sucking his asshole. Frank wrote, James Bond movies suck my asshole. Let's get back to Memoirs of Invisible Man. Speaking of sucking my asshole. Yes, I speak. This sniper, I want to single, I'm going to call him out. I'm going to single him out. So they're at his apartment. He runs out. He gets wrapped in a towel. He jumps down. The sniper is way up on a building looking down at them. And instead of shooting where the clear towel is, he's off by about 12 feet. Got him. And I like to Not think once, that but twice. Guy... I like to think that that's the guy from Big Trouble. Fistaco. Nothing but trouble. Oh, it's a uh, Taylor Negron. But, yeah, Taylor Negron. <laughs> Nothing but who's trouble. Great in last last Boy Scout. Yeah. What is that earring? Is that a person? Yeah, I don't know what that is. It's scary. It looks like a person crawling with like creepy long frog legs. <laughs> what the hell is that? But he, the sniper was off by by ten feet, and then his second shot, which should have been way closer, was more in the wrong direction by two feet, and the guy right yeah. in the back of the neck, the right. worst sniper in history. Yeah, they were they were bumblers. The, the whole gang of thugs are a bunch of bumblers. But it's the best it was... part of the movie. Sam Neill and his little hit squad trying to get Chevy Chase. That, that's the only part of the movie I actually enjoyed. Yeah, and then he runs through that towel that's on the that's on the or the blanket that's on the clothesline. That was a great shot. That was a great effect. Yeah, it was this. It, yeah, it, that part where he comes out. Like, yeah, no, there's great gags. It's just the movie is so bad 
you can't get over it. I mean, it just, it, it, and then, so the movie, is, you know, like we said, it starts and it stops. It just stops at the beach house for literally half an hour. Ugh. And it becomes a romantic comedy again. It so, becomes this weird comedy romance with, with Daryl Hannah. And then it shifts back into the action movie part where Chevy Chase wears blackface and is a, is a taxi yeah. cab driver. Oh, my God. And nobody notices. I have the movie pulled up here, obviously. And my, the 53-minute mark, they just showed the beach house. I'm going to fast forward until the end of the beach house. So 53 minutes, so keep that in mind. Uh, they're still in the beach house, an hour 15 in. <laughs> Wow. They just left the beach house, this scene right here, at an hour 16. She is 15 minutes left of the movie. So six, 20 that's minutes nuts. of the movie. 23 that's, minutes. That's nuts. Yes. That's fucking crazy. 23 minutes they're at a beach house doing nothing. And yeah. they go to like five dinners, I swear, in this movie. Yeah. I want to tell you about my book. <laughs> she, she has the strength. The oh. strength of an ox. We never mentioned the framing device in the movie, did we? Well, his oh, his talking, his memoirs to the to the camera, yeah, the tape to Sam Sam Neill, yeah. He's like, I'll prove it, and he right. chews gum and he's smoking, and right, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole tape he's threatening him with. And then right. they it's... show him on the street at the end. At the very end, uh, Daryl Hannah gets caught, and instead of just letting her die, like I think all the rest of us would, he's like, No, I got to do something daring. So he gets Michael McKean to dress up as this and show up and wait yeah. outside, not knowing and why well, he's there. That's a good best friend right there. He, yeah, but then Michael McKean was talking about how like he's he's glad he's dead. Like he's like, ah, whatever. He wasn't really my friend, but now he's just doing his best friend role. Like, who is this guy? He thinks he thinks that Chevy Chase showed up to his house to yes. kill himself. Yes, and he's cool with that. He doesn't say anything to anyone. He's like, oh, he killed himself. Probably fucking killed himself. Who cares? And then. He talks to talks shit about Chevy Chase in front of everyone while Chevy Chase is there invisible. And then he goes upstairs the next day and hears that Daryl Hannah's talking to him. And he goes, oh, he's alive. Doesn't interfere or go, what the fuck, dude? Why are you in my house wrecking the place? And I thought you killed yourself. No, no, he did. He didn't. He listens to their conversation. He thinks she's schizophrenic. Because there's the next scene is when they're leaving the beach house. He says, Call my friend. She's a psychologist. She can I heard that. You I thought that was just but, him dealing with her. No, well, he, he thinks that she's doing the voice of someone else in the room. He doesn't say, he doesn't think it's Chevy Chase because he talks to Richard. Richard said, there's another voice in there. <laughs> there's another voice in there. Like, Could no. that be Frank's, Frank's watching and listening? Could that be the new Frank voice instead of Shaq? <laughs> Oh, look at Sounds me. 0% like Frank, but I just want to hear you keep doing that voice. <laughs> My dad killed himself doing meth for the Hills Angels. Um, Ivan who? What? Ivan Reitman. <laughs> Very funny. Oh, Messi wants me to make love to her again to have a child. T talk about how she pegged him in a Hampton Inn. You pegged me in a Hampton Inn and just jumped right on top of me. Old her sport, strength, old she has the strength of an old Fantastic. Daddy, I'm, writing a book. Daddy. I have, I'm writing my novel here, but I haven't started. I know where to begin, but I haven't started it. Oh, let's show this special. That's a voice that's meant to say the word daddy. 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 Nick. Yeah, maybe it's this isn't the right lines. thing to do. I mean, yeah. running and hiding. Maybe you should be in the hospital. Not a chance. Okay. He's talking. It doesn't change the breath coming out. That's doesn't quite work. The, the second. Well, that's a, that's a real smoker. No, but you've still, seen those. It still changes the way it comes out of your mouth. Well, I mean, just because there, there are some smokers though that could do that. They're like you suck that shit down, and you can talk in a sentence, and it just comes out of your fucking mouth. That smoke. Frank could probably do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Frank, but it changes. Your lips. <laughs> he's talking. Your lips close. That changes. Yeah. The trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Mm. Regardless, I I, I I think you're right about the schizophrenia thing, but I also, he's, part of the reason I had my theory at the, because that's where I originally watched it. I'm like, oh, she, he thinks she's crazy. But then he goes, he calls and he goes, yeah, he's at my house. He's, he's hanging out here. I don't know what he's doing. So I was like, oh, did he hear him then? It's never made clear. I know because, because he charged $500 yeah. to his, so that's why he says Nick was there. Yes, but he that's why, X amount. 
That's why That's I put it together says. that he heard yeah. Nick's voice. Right. And was like, oh, he's with her. I thought that too, but then he says it's not it made clear. Voice. Yeah, it's not making because he doesn't ma- he doesn't mention Nick's voice. He just says she was talking to somebody, and maybe she could throw her voice. Like he almost suggests that she's having a conversation with herself, but she's nuts. Oh, let's show a racist scene here. Um, yes, blackface Chevy Chase in the in the cab, which and then his and then his blackface head floats <clears throat> around the city when he's running away from Sam Neill. Hey, wait a minute, where are we going? The Bay Bridge. I love you too. Oh, look at that smarmy fuck. (laughs) Smarmy, so bad. I can't stand him. I just Nick, I love you. That part where she she's being thrown into the cab, which is stupid. Because why don't you just kill her? They're awful, evil government agents. They don't give a shit. Why why do you hear? Who cares? Shooting. Just kill her. Just kill her in the. Well, they can't have a sniper. Well, I think they didn't want to kill her because that guy would miss by twelve feet. No, but just, they had a gun on her, just shoot her in the head. He, that guy would still miss. Her. He'd find a way. That guy's the worst gunman in history. Well, whatever. They would still. I mean, if this was a true government agency, because they killed the other guy, they killed the doctor. Yeah. Who could solve the problem? They just put him to sleep. It's not they put that shit in his arm and kill him. Throw him off a building. Yeah. Because that's, that's a, he, he loves does. throwing people off Sam, buildings. Sam <laughs> he loves throwing people off buildings. I don't think we properly gave Sam Neill his credit for this movie because he's the only good character. He is. I he's, love he's his a good scenes. bad guy. He's a good bad guy. Yeah. He's Sam Neill's great in I won't say everything. But I will say he's always fun to watch and everything. Yeah, he's a, he's a good actor. He's he's got that he's got that charisma down and he is in bad movies. He, he's good. Well sure. But I mean but thankfully after this movie he did Jurassic Park and that, that cemented yeah. his career for a while. He, he could do no wrong after that because he's a big big blockbuster. He's also in Event Horizon, a movie that everyone pretended to like a couple years ago for some fucking reason. It's a terrible movie. It's terrible. It's a bad movie. Why well, did Paul everyone suddenly pretend they love it? What happened? I think everybody lo- People have this weird thing because it's Equilibrium's another movie. Yeah, where terrible movie. Loves it. Yeah, everyone loves it because it's Gun Cotter, Christian Bell. And then, like, that's one of those weird movies everybody loves. I think Resident Evil is another one that everybody loves, but they're the, the worst movies ever made. I think Resident Evil has like a fan base that would be the Equilibrium fan base and yeah. the fan base for um, what was the movie you just mentioned with Sam Event Horizon. Um, Event Horizon. <clears throat> the Paul W.S. Anderson fan okay. club. Because he's done them all. And they're terrible. Oh, they're Mortal terrible Kombat movies. is another one that, of his yeah. that is also people suddenly pretend to like. And you're like, that's a terrible right, movie. Yeah, Moral Combat, another one, yes. All of his movies, apparently. Yeah, well, yeah, don't ever watch The Three Musketeers. That movie's, or The Musketeer, that movie fucking sucked. Is that where he met his wife? No, he met his wife on, um, oh, God, was it Resident Evil? I think it was Resident Evil. Which the which Musketeers? One. The Musket. it's the one that, well, that, well, there's The Musketeer, and I think The Three Musketeers new one, where it was a 3D movie, and it was a, Big special effects was a Paul W.S. Anderson movie with Mia Jovovich in it for some reason. She was like the fourth musketeer, which made no sense, but whatever. They made he a movie called The Fourth Musketeer. It. It's terrible. They, I think that's, it must be the same one. I think that's the same one. <laughs> I think it's Paul W.S. Anderson's The Fourth Musketeer. Oh, God. Maybe. I feel like, because The Musketeer, there's the, the movie with Eric, with the, uh, um, what's his name? Um, he was the bad guy in. Where he's in Reservoir Dogs. Tim oh, Roth. Oh, no. There's a fourth Musketeer movie coming out this year. Oh. <laughs> oh, God, no. I said lay off the vermouth. Uh, no fourth Musketeer movie. Oh, no. That's horrible news. Paul W.S. Anderson. All right. Pulling him up now. I'm curious. The okay. Mus- wrap the up. Wrap up John Carpenter's blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh, I give this movie a four. Because, and the worst part was the ending. It ends with the credits rolling over the image of the movie. So it's like it's like basically kicking you out of the theater. Saying, okay, it's over. Get out. Leave. Go she's, away. She's pregnant, and they're wondering if the baby's going to be visible. Yeah. Uh, there is an alternate ending, a deleted ending, where you, the, with the baby. I cannot find it. I, sc- I tried to find it before the they, show. I don't find think it. they ever. They, I don't think they ever shot it. I don't think it ever did ever happen. I think they. I thought they did shoot it. They just didn't. They just deleted it. I think. They, I don't know. I but, don't think. 
can't find I it. I think they, I think they knew from an early, like they were smart enough to be like, you know what? Let's not even shoot it. It's not even worth that because it's going to get cut. It's a stupid idea. It's not even Three Musketeers, twenty eleven. That's it. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Uh, I saw that in the theater because that's back in the day when I watched anything in the theater. Oh my god, it was horrible. Alien vs. Predator. People pretend to like that one too. Ugh, seriously, that. all of his movies, Soldier, Soldier, yeah. Oh, Pompeii, yeah. nobody pretends to like. I haven't heard anyone mention that oh, again. Pompeii's terrible. Pomp- Pompeii is probably the most fucking dry, milk toast movie I've ever seen. What is Monster Hunter? That's the new one I did in 2020. Nobody saw that. Oh, Mila, Mila Jovovich is in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, she, she fights giant monsters in the in desert. In the Lost Lands is his new movie. Ooh. It says a sorceress travels to... I thought it said a Scorsese travels to the Lost Land. Ha! I'd watch that movie. It's Martin Scorsese in Land of the Lost. Sounds amazing. Scorsese in his only acting role. You gave it a four. Yeah, a four. Yeah. It might be too high. I I think I might give it a five. Okay. I don't like it, but I don't hate it. Well, you watched it. I've I've never sat down and watched this movie all the way through, ever. I've always caught pieces yeah. of it, and I never sat down to watch it. So I've always had an idea of what this movie was, but now that I've seen yeah. it, it's so bad. It's just like, oh my god, what were they thinking? I remember I renting this on VHS. I remember yeah. watching it then. I remember watching it after it came out on like Showtime or whatever, whoever the fuck came out, because I don't think HBO wanted this. Uh, no. But I remember that. I remember watching it a bunch. I remember the plot. and So I'm sitting there watching, and I'm like, eh. And I never bought the romance. I never cared. I never liked Chevy Chase ever. So I don't know why I watched it so many times. I think it was just Sam Neill. I enjoyed him. Um, I, I have no explanation for my younger self. I, I'm, I'm a little ashamed. Well, the, the but, gags were fun. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a five. The special effects were, were fun to watch. If you're a kid, you know, seeing the, the smoke come out of the lungs and he's eating the food and you see the food digest and he pukes. Yeah. And that was off. You know, I mean, it's fun. If you're a kid, that stuff would probably be fun to watch. You probably like, that's cool. What's that? And then in the Hollow Man, you got to see an Invisible Man suck on a nipple. But if you gave this a, f- if you gave this a two, I'd still go. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would too. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because on IMDb here, for you know how it shows the poster, and then to the right of it, it plays a little video. One of them was a community trailer. <laughs> oh, oh wow, that's terrible. Sure. So next week, Captain Voyeur, his short from 1969, I think it was a film school thing, and then The Ward from 2010, his last motion picture. Yeah, so sad. So, and then we're done. Those are the last two movies, and then the week after that, like I said, we're doing our rankings, so get your yeah. rankings yeah. in order by then for in two weeks yeah. from today. Yeah. And with that, I think we're done with this movie, right? We shall be done. We shall be done. We talked for 52 minutes, 53 minutes about this. Long enough. Long enough. Yeah. All right. Was that a motorcycle? What is happening? It was a motorcycle. Just drove by. <laughs> All right. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Making it. So long, citizens. So long, Daryl Hannah's face. So long, Chevy Chase's weight. So long, John Carpenter's career, unfortunately. I love you, Nick. I love you. Ugh. Smarmy fuck. Ooh, ooh, it's the only ooh. word I can think of when I see his face. You smarmy yeah, fuck. You're not, you're not wrong. It, it fits. At least Bill Murray's charming. Yeah. I think that's part of it is I believe Bill Murray when he acts certain ways. But Chevy Chase, I never believe him as another person. He's just Chevy Chase. Right. Bye. <laughs>